Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to get stuck into all of the news and the updates from the last 48 hours or so uh, from Clarkie's Rugby League column, all of the news updates and stories that have come out. It was, of course, a game this morning where the Cook Islands won in the World Cup. We actually didn't get a chance to watch that one, uh, hence why we haven't done a review for it. We're going to hopefully catch some highlights a little bit later if we can find the time, sit down and re-watch that game. Uh, But let's get into the news stories from Clarkie's Rugby League column, pulling up all the news stories every day for you guys. Our first one is about Anthony Seabold. Now, there are a few Seabold ones that are sprinkled throughout this, so we'll probably chop and change uh, from him, but Anthony Seabold. Pat Carrigan says Manly have made the right, the correct call in signing Anthony Seabold as coach. In terms of being a great coach, he definitely has all the assets to be able to put Manly on the trajectory they have been on, he said. Yeah, an interesting one there. Uh, I think that Paddy Carrigan is a champion bloke, a really good fella. Uh, I have no doubt that there are a lot of positives to Anthony Seabold. We probably just haven't seen enough of them recently. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how he goes. But once again, Pat Carrigan, uh, I think he's a pretty loyal fella who would take care of his own. Uh, So... I don't know. To be honest with you, I'm not sure how much I read into these comments, to be perfectly honest with you. I don't think Pat Carrigan would come out and say anything negative about the guy. Uh, I just don't think he's that sort of a fella. So I would assume over there in London, uh, he would have had a microphone shoved in his face, a question about Anthony Seabold. I don't know really what more um, he could do there. So I don't know if I read too much into these. Maybe I'm being negative on the situation, and if so, uh, more than happy to wear that. I'll just go through the other slide. So the Seagulls are reportedly set to show their faith in Anthony Seabold offering a three-year deal. Um, Sounds big and scary, obviously, offering a guy a three-year deal who hasn't had that much success recently, who people are really worried about, et cetera, et cetera. Look, I, like... If Manly need to get out of this deal, they'll find a way to get out of it. It might cost them a, a bit of money. It might not be a great business deal or whatever, but it really isn't, I mean, offering him one years or three years. I don't think it's catastrophic for the club, to be honest with you. And I mean, if you are going to bring this guy in, as much as he's not the guy that I would bring in, if you are going to bring him in, I actually like seeing the club going, you know what? We're going all in. This is the direction we're going in. We're going to be here for three years, hopefully, and we're going to make it work. So as much as it isn't the decision I would make, I fully back the Manly Seagulls making their decision. The, and, the, you know, they've got 
a lot more evidence than me, obviously. But giving him a three-year deal and saying, hey, we're going to persevere over the next three years and see where it takes us. As I said all along with this Anthony Seabold thing, I don't think it matters who coached him. I think I could fucking coach him. If Turbo, if he is fit the entire season, I honestly don't think it matters who coaches them, to be honest with you. They will be relevant and they will be successful. Our last one on Anthony Seabold. It's reported that Anthony Seabold, on behalf of the Seagulls, has called five of Des Hasler's former staff and informed them that they've been sacked. So this is all just rumours. Um, it's been reported. We don't know if that is factual or not. If so, uh, once again, I think this is sort of painting Anthony Seabold in a bad way, but this is what all coaches do, essentially, when they come into clubs. They bring their own guys. You obviously don't want guys there that were previously under Des Hasler. I think Anthony Seabold would be crazy to keep guys there that were under Hasler. Um, um, they would obviously be fans of him uh, and probably not be overly happy with the situation. I think it would just create a bit of friction within the club. I think that if Seabold's coming in, you want to start fresh. You want to bring in your own guys. So if this one is true, um, I personally back it. And I think that if you're in the same spot as Anthony Seabold was coming in after a club legend that people are generally upset about him being shown the door, I think you start completely fresh. So once again, considering the situation that he is going to be brought in, I completely understand it. I don't think this is a poor reflection on Anthony Seabold. I think that's how some people have taken it and whatnot. Uh, but if I was him, I would do the exact same thing. And I think you'd be crazy not to. Now, I think that's our last update on Anthony Seabold and the Manly Seagulls. So we'll get into the rest of it. Uh, Jack Goz, uh, obviously Dragons back row, finished the season in reserve grade, came from the Manly Seagulls originally. The former Dragons forward has taken aim at Anthony Griffin in his exit from the club, saying he did not provide him with a pathway from New South Wales Cup into the NRL side. Very interesting. You've got all these guys that are now leaving the Dragons that are coming out to talk uh, about how you know they feel like they weren't treated properly by Anthony Griffin. I think it was pretty evident throughout the season that guys weren't treated overly well by Anthony Griffin. As I've always said, with Hook though, uh, sometimes he does things that I don't understand and then they make sense a, a, you know, a period of time later. But it obviously is uh, you know, not a great place to be with three out of 30 showing up to end of season do somewhere overseas, some at World Cup. I get it. A heap of guys that I know were in Wollongong at the time that did not show up to the event. Not a great look. Um, you've also had Ben Hunt come out. He's re-signed, which is great, but he's come out and said that Hook is, you know, under serious pressure to start the season. You've got this whole uh, awards night drama. Then you've got, you know, George Burgess, Jack Goss. They've come out and they've all spoken about how they felt about Hook. So just not a great look at the moment for the Dragons. Hopefully they can turn it around. You obviously had Bud Sullivan and Tyrell Sloan that were looking for releases, reportedly anyway, but I think it's pretty evident that they were. Uh, they've now been told that they're going to stay. So it will be interesting to see how this all plays out for the St. George Illawarra Dragons and for Hook. Um, Taniela Otokolo, who is the replacement hooker at the New Zealand Warriors. The Panthers are reportedly interested in signing Otokolo as a backup hooker. I think this would be a good little get, to be perfectly honest with you. I, I think he's a handy little player. I haven't seen an absolute stack of him. What I have seen of him, I have been impressed by. Do the Panthers need another hooker? Probably not. Uh, I think they've got enough guys there that they probably don't need him. But, um, I mean, I don't think it would be a bad sign. I think he's the sort of guy that could jump in and play like a roaming 13 role as well if they needed it. I think that Mitch Kenny, he will be the starting hooker. I think Sonny Luke, he will come off the bench. You got young Riley Smith, who was in their SG ball side and played a bit of jersey flag this year, I think within 18 months. He'll be in the conversation of wearing the 14 or the 9 jersey as well. And he is an incredibly talented young guy. I wouldn't be surprised if he turns out to be the best of them. So plenty of options there for the Penrith Panthers. Uh, if they were to get Otacolo, I wouldn't have anything against it. I'm just not sure if they exactly need him right now. Now, Josh Schuster, we're back to the man 
Manly Seagulls here. The Seagulls Young Gang has been training every single day this off-season with the club's head of performance. He's determined to lose weight and a transition into the halves full-time. She's obviously turned down the opportunity to go and play in the World Cup with Samoa to stay back here and train. Um, I can I can confirm that he has been training the fucking house down. I've seen him training a little bit here and there. Uh, I don't think the club has made it overly easy for him, despite how they're painting the picture here. But there is no doubt whatsoever that Josh, he is doing his absolute very best to get himself as fit as he possibly can before season 2023. So hopefully he can wear that six jersey for the Manly Seagulls. Uh, I know he didn't have the greatest season last year, but we all know how talented Schuster is. We also know how young he is. I think with guys like him sometimes, and I've spoken about this a lot, Mitch Moses went through a similar period when he was young. Bryce Carroad went through a similar period when you're just so talented and you're just so much more talented than the other guys that are your age. You come into first grade and it seemingly comes easy for you. You then get into the grind of it. Niggling injuries start to build up. The back-to-back trainings, the week-to-week sort of stuff starts to build up. And you you start to sort of take a few shortcuts just relying on your ability. And I think it has cost Josh Schuster a little bit. You look over the last, you know, if we look at Mitch Moses, for example, I think for the start of his career, it all came very easy at the start. He was killing it. Then about year two to year four, sort of struggled a little bit. And, you know, he was relying on those huge cutout passes, those chips over the top, all that sort of stuff. Look at Bryce Cartwright, came in and dominated next few years, relied on his offloads, a lot of turnovers, a lot of mistakes, a lot of missed tackles as well. Josh Schuster, I think he had so much success with his no-look passes and all these skillful things that only Josh Schuster can do that he's sort of come to rely on them toward the back end of this season. Wasn't working for him. It's got him in a bit of a hole, but what you got to do to get out of that is just fight your way out of it. And you can see what Mitch Moses has done. He's become one of the best defensive halfbacks in rugby league. He's got one of the best kicking games and now he's a controlling half. Josh Schuster, he's going to go through this over the next couple of months. I do think he can come out the other side to be a really talented ball player, though. I absolutely love him. I think he's got all the ability in the world. I think he'll look back on last year, take a lot of lessons from it, um, understand where he went wrong as well, and then hopefully improve off the back of it. And I think not going to the World Cup, I think that says a lot about Josh Schuster. Imagine being a 21, 22-year-old turning down a trip to England to go and play footy. Fuck, I think that says a heap. Just stay here in the Australian summer uh, and train the entire time. Really good knock by Josh Schuster, so good on him. Uh, Dan Atkinson, who is one of the centers for the Italy team. Uh, The Sharks and Knights are both reportedly interested in signing the Italian center, Dan Atkinson, from 2023. There's a couple of guys that are similar to him that I would like to see get get an opportunity in the NRL somewhere. Uh, Ethan Natoli, who is the other center for Italy, a very handy guy. You've obviously got Nick Mugios, who plays for the Greek side. The Greek side, who I'd love to see him get a shot. His his outside, his winger, I think his name was Mazian as well. There's always a couple of guys that pop up uh, off the back of a World Cup from these nations. And hopefully Dan Atkinson, he can be one of them. From memory, I think he's been around for a little bit, Atkinson. I think he might have come from Scots College. It could be completely wrong. I might have even confused with other people. Uh, but I think he has been around for a little bit. Looks very talented. So fingers crossed some of these guys can get an opportunity off the back of this World Cup. Austin Diaz from the West Tigers, uh, middle forward edge sort of guy. I haven't seen a stack of him, to be honest with you, but the Seagulls have reportedly signed him from 2023 onwards, so congratulations to Austin. He can continue his NRL career over at the Manly Seagulls and hopefully earn an opportunity there. As I said, I haven't seen an absolute stack of him, to be honest with you guys, so I won't pretend like I have and make rogue comments. One guy I have seen a bit of, though, is Ben Condon, who has also signed uh, with the Manly Seagulls. The Seagulls have officially 
eventually signed Ben Condon on a three-year deal from 2023 onwards. Uh, arrived at the North Court, made his debut for the Cowboys last year. Scored a couple of tries in his first few games, and that's sort of what he's capable of. He's not a huge workhorse sort of guy, uh, but he's a big, rangy body, a little bit of a point of difference in a forward pack, uh, and he's handy, Ben Condon. I think he has got a future. I don't think he'll ever be like a rep player or anything, but I think he is a handy squad guy to have in your team. What other stories have we got? This is an interesting one. Nathan Fien. You remember Nathan Fien played for a number of clubs in the NRL, won a premiership with the Dragons in 2010 under Wayne Bennett. And the Dolphins have officially announced Nathan Fien as one of their assistant coaches for 2023. So he's obviously returning under Wayne. I'm not sure where Nathan Fien has been the last few years, if I'm going to be completely honest with you guys, where he's been coaching and whatnot. But there is obviously a lot of coaches or assistant coaches around the NRL that Wayne has had a little bit to do with. Obviously, Ben Hornby, who was the captain of this, side, Dean Young. He's an assistant coach. I think you've got Jamie Soward, who's going to be an assistant coach next year of the Dragons as well. I think he had the NRLW this year. I think he might be moving into another role, but I could be completely wrong there. Uh, but there are a lot of guys around the league that obviously Wayne has had a relationship with and has a lot to do with. He's now brought Nathan Fien into the fold up there. So very exciting to see how that plays out. He's a very smart footballer, Nathan Fien. Very underrated. So, fingers crossed uh, he can get a bit of success up there. There isn't a pathway to be a head coach there at the moment. You've got Christian Wolf, who's an assistant as well, who's going to be the coach in, I think, 2026 it was, or 2025 or whatever. Uh, but yeah, interesting to see Nathan Fien enter into Wayne Bennett's uh, circle up there. Our next one, David Fafita, the Gold Coast Titans and Tongan juggernaut. Reports suggest David Fafita is headed to the open market for 2024 onwards as the Titans are not expected to re-sign him before the November 1st deadline. I think this would be a good play for both sides, to be honest with you. I think Fafita uh, is probably not achieving to the level he should be at the Gold Coast Titans, and they're probably overpaying him uh, currently for what they're getting out of him. So I think this is a good call by both clubs. Not all divorces are bad. Uh, Fafita's been good for the Gold Coast Titans at times. He has been the poster boy. When he has his really big highlights, people are interested in the Gold Coast Titans, which is good. But he also, when he is quiet or doesn't, not not even quiet, when he just doesn't have his huge games, brings a lot of negative attention to the Titans. So I think this would be a decent little divorce. I think wherever he goes, he'll take a bit of a pay cut. I don't think there's any doubting that. I just hope he lands in the right system for Dave Fafita, which is going to be tough because the sort of money that the wrong system is willing to pay for Dave Fafita compared to the right system is willing to pay, uh, there will be a big gap there. So I think Fafita is going to have to make a very interesting call here as far as his career goes. Where does he want to be? Is it money or does he want to be the most successful footballer that he can be? Very, very interesting times for Fafita. We already mentioned it during this week, but Reese Martin, our boy from over there at Leeds, the captain of PNG. Obviously played for Canterbury a couple of years ago. We tipped him off very early days in the podcast there. Um, we've always been a huge fan and we've always said we can't believe he's not back in the NRL. But the PNG International has now kicked 41 goals in a row, equaling the world record. The last time he missed a goal was on July 9th. So a long time between drinks since he missed a goal. Reese Martin, a champion fella. I remember very back in the early days of Supercoach Guru when I first started. I asked a couple of players to do a video for me just saying follow Supercoach Guru, etc. Reese Martin was one of them. Uh, and he actually did one video for me where he was on the drink and joined himself and he did a video and he was slurring all over the place and stuff. And I thought, oh, I won't use that. Um, it's probably not the best. And then he messaged me the next day and said, sorry, bro, I just watched that video again. It was a shocker. Can I do another one for you? So a champion fellow. I have still got that original video. I'll never release it or anything, but it is a good giggle. We had a laugh about it at the time. But for him to reach back out and say, hey, mate, wasn't very happy with that. Probably not, not fair on you either. 
uh, can I do another one? So really good fellow, Reese Martin. Uh, he's been very successful over there in the English Super League, and I would one day love to see him return to the NRL. A few people have asked if he's broken Hazmil Masri's record. I could be wrong, and this might be one for Random Stats Guy. If he's listening, reach out and let me know. Uh, I believe that Hazmil Masri had that record for a period of time, but it was only for like a week or something. I think when he broke the record, I think a week or so later, someone in England broke it. There was some sort of crazy storyline along those along those lines. That was probably 15 years ago, though. Um, this record of 41 for Reese Martin is well and truly above what I believe, what I remember Hazmil Masri setting, but probably one for random stats guy there. Uh, Braden Hamlin Welly. Now, I had a look at the Samoan team. They put up a video the other day of all the players actually pronouncing their names properly like they like their culture uh, would prefer it to, it to to be pronounced and uh, it's actually oh, we've been saying Braden Hamlin Uele I think most people have the U is actually like a W so Braden Hamlin Uele uh, so he the Sharks prop has officially returned to Australia from the World Cup due to his calf injury he's expected to recover in time for a full preseason great signs for the Cronulla Sharks they will have him back I thought he was their best performing forward until he got injured during the year and I think people forget how good he was going at the start of the year. So to have BHU back for the start of the season, that will be fantastic for the Cronulla Sharks. We wish him all the very best in his recovery, along with all the other players uh, that have been injured throughout this World Cup. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Uh, it there's been a lot going on, hasn't there? So many injuries and stuff. You got obviously Hamiso. I haven't heard how he's recovering or how his recovery, well, what it looks like. Uh, but we do wish all those guys all the very, very best, and hopefully they are all fit and ready to go uh, for round one next year. We'd also just like to mention as well that uh, young Liam Hampson he has passed away uh, overnight in Barcelona. Uh, not quite sure of all the details and whatnot. We post we we shared uh, AJ Brimson's. And his mates uh, post they had the other day that were trying to find him over there. They hadn't seen him in about 30 hours or so. Um, yeah, and I, I, I saw a comment somewhere that was saying that, um, you know, someone that didn't know him but could tell the sort of bloke he was by his mates. And you can tell just how much all of his mates are hurting. I had that post sent to me by five or six of his friends. Uh, overnight, I was asleep during the time. By the time I woke up, they'd, uh, they'd obviously um, discovered uh, that he had passed away and, and just sent a message to all of them just saying... Um, uh, thinking of them and yeah a few of them shared some really nice things to say about young Liam I didn't know him myself obviously but we do wish um, his family and his friends all the very best and uh, hopefully Liam Hampson uh, can rest in peace a really sad day in rugby league Um, yeah a tough one there not really sure what to say you never want these sort of things to happen Uh, but unfortunately this is one of these days where these things do happen (laughs) 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 